Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Mooncast. Can't quite believe we've done 25 of these. Um, it's another solo lockdown one for you. People seem to enjoy the story from the last one, so I'll do another story for the next one. But I'm going back to my troop box analysis. So I did um, the barony last time and I'm going to move on to the next human one, which is um, Tumbledown Streets at Quack, Agatha and Fritz. So I'll go through each of the individual cards talk about some of the things I like about them, some of the things that I might want to think about, some synergies, and also some some um, some counters to these cards, or the other way of saying that is, you know, models that these characters will struggle against. Um, so uh, I'll start with Quack, I think. So he's a human wizard and a cleric, so he benefits from any cleric and wizard keywords. There's some of those appear in some of the um, event agenda cards, which are obviously under review at the moment, but... Um, it's worth noting that he has both wizard and cleric. So he's got melee of two. He's obviously he's wizard. He's not a melee character. Named one. Arcane five. He's got a very high arcane, which is um, particularly important for a couple of his abilities we'll see later. And evade zero like most like most humans. Weakling. Um, so he does, he does even less melee damage. Um, and uh, harvest costs an extra energy. So if you do... He is actually quite a good... He's actually quite a good moonstone carrier. Um mainly because he's usually sat at the back and he's not usually um, up there in the fight. So if you can lower Moonstones down to sort of one for him, he actually can be quite a useful Moonstone carrier for you. And there's a couple of other reasons why that is, and one of those is his next ability, which is called Premonition. So uh, if an enemy character declares this model as a target of an action, you may interrupt the action to make a reaction step by discarding one energy. If you do so, the enemy must complete the action if possible and may not choose a new target. So he can get behind cover, he can get out of range... And those are the main two things, really. Um, it's really good if someone's trying to hit you at their maximum range and you can just dodge an inch away, then suddenly they can't hit you anymore. Um, or you can step, you know, if you ideally you step behind cover and get sort of minus one or minus two, um, suddenly he's a lot harder to hit. So that's a really useful skill against Arcane, um, which is particularly good, actually, for this troop. This troop struggle against Arcane, um, except him, because that really helps. Um, next one, he's got something called Foresight. Costs one, ten energy. It's a active ability, not a um, arcane, so he doesn't have to draw arcane cards for it once per turn. But a target human gains plus two arcane. Now, those of you who listened to the barony one I did will remember I said that he works really well with flintlock, um, and this is basically why he can give flintlock plus two arcane. So suddenly flintlock will be arcane um, five, and if he's um, taken aim as well, he's arcane six, and suddenly even against fairies, he's drawing four cards. So he's really useful for that. I mean, there's, I'll, I'll talk a bit more about synergies in a moment, but he's he's really helpful for um, human arcane attacks because it is target human, so he's not so good with... That yeah, doesn't help gnomes at all or anything, but um, it is really useful for, for, for friendly humans that are using arcane. Um, you've got a bit like Gertrude he's useful with, um, Natty with a slingshot, Um who else could it be good with? Um, I think other humans, even like Fancy Hat with his pistol, and um, or Daniel with um, you can do Ender's Nigh easier things like that. Um, okay, and then he's got basic healing spell. He's actually a really good healer because he's got Arcane Five, so he he does. Um, he is a, he's probably the best human healer. Actually, thinking about it, I mean Eric can do it more times. To be saying saying that Eric can do it three times, he can do it once. Um, but he's more reliable on a one-off if you just want to cast it once. He's um, and also he can hit anyone with it. Was Eric can only target soldiers or or nobles with his. 
So it's a bit of a, a bit of a way out, really. But I kind of think they, those two are quite good to hang both those two in a troop. I mean, with humans, you do kind of want more than one healer. Um, so Quack is a good solid get a heal in. He's going to heal some wounds probably with Arcade Five. And last of all, Blinding Powder. Love this ability. I used it quite well before. Um, reduce targets melee and arcane by 2x. Um, and bear in mind he's drawing five cards. And if he's only four inches away from you, there's a good chance there's no cover in the way. So he gets to draw four cards. Um, and he can also do foresight on himself first and then do it. So he can be up to arcane seven. So if he could hit like a fairy with it, I mean, if he's within four inches of a fairy, he's probably in trouble. But if he does hit a fairy with it, even if he hits something like Diana or Foxglove, Ones with relatively high arcane. Um, if he's foresighted himself first, he'll be arcane seven. He's probably drawing five cards to hit them with. There's a good chance he's going to get a blue two or something, and suddenly that fairy's on arcane one. <laughs> and fairies on arcane one are not happy. They're not happy. They don't like it. They don't like it at all. Um, so it can be a good way of, ta- of combating the um, the fairy menace, which actually this the other two characters in this troop box do struggle against fairies. So he's a good counter. He's, he really helps support that. Got seven health, three energy, same as most a uh, lot of humans. His signature move is on low guard, and it's this is what you're looking for. You're looking for this low guard if he ever um, uh, is in is in combat. You're not really trying to hit anyone with him. Um, the only model has minus two melee stat for the remainder of the turn. And this model may move four inches, so he can get out of combat with anyone because no one's got a four inch range melee. So he can move um, for four inches which is great and they've got a minus two melee stat so even if they can step in they'll only be minus two which is really good so he's got a good defensive ability to back him up which is obviously a lot of um wizardy cleric characters tend to have they tend to have defensive arcane abilities rather than aggressive ones so go next um agatha i'm gonna talk about next she's she was probably she probably is still my no, it's not my favourite human. But she, she was my favourite human when these when, they, when I first got these. Um, in the first Kickstarter, she was my favourite human. Um, I just... Uh, her more, more because of her background, her fluffy stuff. Um, but she's just really cool. I just think she's great. Um, yeah, I really like her. I'm not going to say too much about her background at the moment. That's not what this podcast is for. I might do some more of that um, in other podcasts. But... Um, if you haven't, read the main rulebook, uh, the big hardback rulebook. Go and buy it, and then you can read about her, because she's great. She's got a great story with Fritz. So she's melee three, which is not too bad. Range one, arcane three. So she's very kind of standard, sort of middle of the ground on all areas in that. But she's um, she's your ultimate um, support character, really. Um, she's particularly good with Fritz. Um, also good with um, Fancy Hat and any other melee characters. So she's got Dutch Courage, or Deutsch, Deutsch Courage. I don't know why I turned that in a weird accent. First time a friendly soldier or mercenary makes a melee attack, well, within six inches of this model, they gain an energy, so <laughs> that's a bit mad. Um, and six inches is quite far in Moonstone. And actually, she's quite tough. She's got eight health, and we'll find out in a minute that actually her signature move is pretty good. So she's not too afraid to be up in the middle of things, really. Um, so she's likely to be within six inches of those, of those soldiers and those mercenaries that want that extra energy. Um, and also with her, which is really good, her abilities aren't human only. So she works well with gnomes. <laughs> and there's plenty of human uh, gnome soldiers that benefit from that as well. Um, not a lot of mercenaries, but um, we'll, we'll get onto that in a minute. Um, so then she's got Concealed Dagger, so she does extra damage. She's really good. Piercing, extra piercing damage, and extra plus one to the rising attack. So she can actually do a fair bit of damage. She's got no minuses to her damage, so she can be quite... got to be a bit careful with her in melee. 
um, particularly if she's with an inch, because she can hit you pretty hard, and we'll get to that, get to her signature move in a moment. But the things that she's really useful for, um, enticing offer. Um, this is the kind of ability that Joe um, loves, Joe Parsons. I don't think he plays humans much, but I think he would, he loves these kind of things. Um, so uh, cut on any two, green, blue or red. It's fairly easy to cast, 10-inch range. And the target moves four inches directly towards this model. And I quite like the fact that it's a standard four, so you know exactly how far they're going to move, so you can pre-measure it all, so you know how far away they're going to be. Um, so that's a pretty good move. And that, again, that works really well with Fritz because you can draw people in for him to then smack over the head with a massive sword. Um, next, got Drink Your Fill once per turn. Cost one. Because you can do Drink Your Fill and Enticing Offer in one turn, which is pretty good. And this is one of those abilities that has several different options for what it can do. Green target loses X energy, so you can target enemies with it. Blue, they gain energy, and the arcade that is reduced by minus X. And pink is target evades that is increased by plus X. Um, but what's also interesting is she's one of the few humans that isn't a Leshebot human that has a catastrophe that's actually quite useful. Um, the catastrophe is the target loses possession of up to one moonstone they're carrying, placed in base contact with them. So essentially she can move up to um, an enemy and have the pink can do something useful. The green could do something useful, and the catastrophe could do something useful. So she has lots of, although she's only arcane three, almost all the cards she's going to be picking out can do something useful against an enemy. Um, so that's a that's a really good ability. Um, one to think about. Um, the simplest use is giving some like Fritz extra energy on the blue. Um, but actually, it's it's got more options as a offensive ability than a than a sort of friendly passive ability. Um, and then her signature is on high guard. Now it doesn't do any damage, but this is an important. I love the name. <laughs> it's called Hell Hath No Fury. <laughs> Basically, it's got a counter on everything except a high guard and a low guard. So um, as long as she survives, which is usually doing a high guard, there's a good chance she will. Because she's got eight health, she can then counter with something, and remember that she can do extra damage with Rising Attack, and extra damage with Concealed Dagger, uh, with extra piercing. So she, let's say someone's played a Thrust, because if someone's played a Falling Swing and she plays a High Guard, then she'll be able to counter anyway. But if someone plays a Thrust and she does a High Guard, I think the, I think the damage is significantly less anyway, because she's still got the melee cards out. Then she can counter with some Rising Attacks. If she's got two Rising Attacks, that could be about five or six damage that she's just done on someone. So you've got to be a bit wary of her. I mean, the counter to it, obviously, is um, some of the two-inch melee um, is the counter for it, because um, obviously none of that works. As kind of a counter for Quack as well, because you can obviously still hit him, um, and you wouldn't be affected by the minus two melee stat if you were two inches away, but he'll still be able to move four inches if, you, if he wants to. So bear in mind that, that that's been tweaked, actually, since the original rules. The original rules were that if you were... Um, if you weren't engaging someone, you couldn't use any of your end step effects, whereas now you can use one that don't affect the enemy. So that, that quacks a good example, actually, that if he was engaged by someone with a two-inch melee and did his, he would still be able to move four or eight if he got two of them, but the enemy would not suffer the minus two because he, the enemy can't be affected by things if they're not engaging. I hope that makes sense. Um, so the last one. And the last one is kind of... Uh, actually, maybe not. I, I, when I really started this, I was thinking that he's like the linchpin of this troop, but actually, I don't think he is. <laughs> he's very good. 
Um, so this is Fritz. He's a human. He's also a mercenary and a soldier. Uh, he had that updated recently to be a mercenary and a soldier. Um, basically, one of the reasons is now he's a soldier, he can now be healed by Eric and gain energy from Eric as well, which he couldn't before. We, when he was first came out, he was just a human and a mercenary. Every time I last the coffee. Um, he, he is probably one of the simplest characters to use in the game because he's the simplest point-and-click person you're ever going to see. Melee 4, so high, relatively high melee stat. Uh, range 2, which is good. Arcane 0, but he has no arcane ability, so it's irrelevant. And he's a very plus 1. He is pretty big. He's got some very big sleeves, which means he's very easy to see. Um, now, what it comes down to, though, is his greatsword, which deals plus 3 slicing damage. Um... And even plus one impact and piercing as well, but it's that plus three slicing damage. If you get a single slicing hit on you, you're getting plus three, um, which is a bit mad. I'm going to turn my, my computers on next to me, which is making that funny noise, so I'm going to mute that quickly. There we go. Sorry about that. Um, now, just to be sure that he can get that plus three melee, he's got a ability called Intimidate. Um, only good against um, human or goblin. I don't know why it's human or goblin. Um... Human Goblin has minus two arcane and gained predictable combatant. During a round of combat, before each player selects their combat cards, you must reveal your hand to your opponent. So he's particularly good against humans and goblins. Um, obviously not as good against uh, fairies and gnomes who actually particularly struggles against fairies. Um, so basically he's got the ability to see your opponent's hand before they play their, their melee cards. Which if he's facing someone with a lot of melee cards, it's not particularly useful. Um, necessarily. So if he was facing sort of young Jack who had, he might have six or seven cards, or a fancy hat who could easily have seven or nine cards, it's not particularly good because all you're seeing is that you've got nine lots, lots of cards, and if he's got lots of different choices, then it doesn't really help you. It could help you if you've had, like, something simple, like, if he's got two falling swings, and you know the opponent's got no um, no high guards, and you can, you, you can at least you can play it knowing they're not going to counter. Um, but it is particularly useful against models with low melee stats. Um, so the wizard, the cleric characters, even the giant kind of characters, they don't tend to have a high melee stat, and the trolls have a low, tend to have low melee stats. Um, so he's particularly good against them, because if you're seeing they've only got two cards, and you know that they can only play one of them, even better if they've got two of the same. That's always hilarious. I've had that before. Um, that's always good. So it's worth thinking who's who's going against though, and if it's worth using intimidate, because sometimes if someone's only got you know someone's only got two melee cards and not a huge amount of health or something, then it's not really worth spending the energy. You might as well spend the energy on the extra attack. Um, but it is a useful, uh, it can be useful, and also because he doesn't have to draw arcane cards for it, he just gets to do it. It's good for that. And last one, he's got stand back. Um, all models within the pulse move one inch directly away. Um, so he can move people around. Um, he can get people. He can move people out of combat with him. So he might want. Let's say he's being a bit swamped with people. He might want to move people a bit further away. Um, and also, if someone's within an inch of you, um, or you've got a couple of people within within an inch who might have one inch melees, he can do that. Move them both two inches away, and then he can hit them both because he's got a signature move called rising, on rising attack, which is called corn cutter. Um, deals good amount of damage. Normal and obviously it's slicing, so he gets the plus three. Um, so if it gets against a high guard, he's going to do five damage. Um, 
With the M7 factors deal two slicing damage to all models within two inches that did not participate. So if he's just pushed someone else out of, you know, out, out of one inch range, then he's they're, they're going to suffer two damage as well. So he can hit a few people with that. So really, what Fritz can do is he can he can deal a lot of damage in combat. Um, you've got to be a bit careful against people that can hit back because he's got no defensive tech at all, um, and you've got to be very careful using him against arcane builds because he can really really struggle um in one of the tournaments that i did um the guy that i played in the final used fritz really well in his previous games he you know, shot him up the board by giving him extra energy from agatha and done a lot of damage but um when they when he played me and i was using fairies and diana just diana murdered him in one in one activation because he had no defense against it and i just killed him and killed him in one go um and if you pile him too much into Fritz, you can be he can be very, very risky. So he obviously benefits particularly from Agatha. Um, I would say more than more than more than more than Quack. I mean, Quack will be good for him because he can heal, which is always good. Uh, and Quack can reduce people's uh, melee stats against Fritz as well, which is also good. But Agatha can draw people in for him, so that means he doesn't have to go too far up because Agatha can bring them in for him, and she can give him the extra energy as well. And when he does hit someone, if he's within six inches away, he gets one energy back, so he can really get through plenty of energy um, with Agatha there. Um, but what Fritz really needs is he needs healers around him because he will be someone's going to take damage with a plus one arcane, plus one plus one evade, sorry, and no defensive stuff. He's gonna, he is going to take damage. He tends to die quite a lot in battles, in games that I've seen him. So he needs healers. Quack's a good one with him because he's a good, solid healer. Eric's a good one because he can do quite a few heals. Um, but actually another one that's really good with him is Fire Flavius so he can heal him Fire Flavius is also really tough himself and has a 2 inch melee so he can help engage people with Fritz um, but also with Divine Intervention um, he can make um, he can as long as he's within 4 inches of the person doing it then then he can make them much um he can make them feel a lot more, a lot more. There's a lot more of a challenge to do arcane abilities with divine intervention. So basically, when an enemy targets this character with an arcane ability, or uses an arcane ability within four inches of this model, if you resist hand includes two or more catastrophes, you reveal them in the cancel the ability and flip the catastrophe result on the active character. So if he's within four inches of Diana, for example, and Diana wants to target Fritz or something, and she get and you know five flavors gets a couple of catastrophes, it can be really scary. Um, doesn't work that often, but where it does, it's absolutely horrific. Um, I've seen games where the fire spit has blown up because they target someone within four inches of Flavius, and then he's got two, um, yeah, two catastrophes and just just destroyed him in one go, which is pretty scary. Um, so that's the three as they are. Um, I'm going to go through a few of the things that I think I'll start with. What well, the, the main thing that they struggle against is arcane, as I've said. So they don't like. I mean, Quack has got a bit of defense against arcane, not really. He can move an inch at it. Um, and he can reduce arcane stat, but then he has to get within four. Um, so he doesn't, he doesn't particularly like arcane, and Agatha's got no defense against it, and neither Fritz. So they don't really like facing fairies, but there are counters you can bring to that as well. Um, the other thing that particularly Fritz, well, they'll all, they'll all struggle with, but um, Quack said he's got a defensive ability to get out of this, but Fritz and Agatha really struggle with people that have got longer melee ranges than them. Um, I mean, Fritz does because his thing is to hit people in combat. 
And if he can't do that when he's engaging someone like Seasick or Lubard, he really, really doesn't like it. So if you know you're facing someone with those characters, with Seasick, with Lubard, with Doug, it's worth thinking either keep Fritz away from them. I mean, Lubard doesn't have a lot of energy, so it's quite easy to stay away from him. Um, but it's worth thinking save an energy to step in. And I would say step in rather than step out, because you want to step in so you can make them so you can hit them back, because that's what he wants to be doing. He wants to be hitting people with stuff. So it, it can be worth saving energy on it. It's often worth saving energy on humans, because that, that, extra, that reaction step can be really useful for them. Um, so, yeah, they do struggle against Arcane. But um, there's a couple. I've seen a couple of uh, ways of helping them on that. One is Graddock. So they're putting Graddock alongside Fritz and Agatha. Um, he's good anyway against them because he can do forgetfulness on that character that might be hitting them with arcane. So if he does forgetfulness on Diana and makes her forget, for example, horrifying visions, and suddenly she can't do damage to them. Or he does forgetfulness on Foxglove and makes her makes him um, forget atrophy. Suddenly can't do damage. Um, so he's particularly good for that. And obviously with um, saved advice, uh, not saved advice, um, smell a lie, um, the enemy can't bluff. So. Graddock is one of the best anti-arcane models in the game anyway. Um, so he's particularly useful with them because um, he can really provide that counter. Um, and although Quack can't target him with foresight, Agatha can still give Graddock um, extra energy. Um, so she can still support Graddock as well. They can actually support each other quite well. Um, and then other ones that are quite useful. I mean, Fancy Hats... Good. If you're going for a very heavy melee build, he works. He works perfectly well with the, with all of those. Actually, um, he's good with Fritz because Fritz can be doing steps, reaction steps in the first turn to get him up the board, and then Baron can give him more energy with Rally and Cry, and then Fritz can move again. So Fritz can be right up in the middle of it, um, and Agatha can draw someone in. So you could find that by turn even by turn one, Fritz is hitting someone because Agatha's pulled them in, and Fancy has let him move up a bit further. Um, so that's quite a useful one. As I said before, when I did the Barony one, Flintlock is particularly good with Quack, because Quack can give him the extra arcane. Um, that's it, really. And same with Agatha. So Agatha can move people out of cover, maybe, or move people closer to him, or give him the extra energy to shoot with. So she's... I mean, Agatha's good with any human, really. Um, she's useful for all of them, because the way she can give energy and, and where she can move the enemy around. But she can certainly help um, Flintlock with that. Um, next one I've got is Brother Daniel, who's Brother Daniel's, Daniel's useful with all with all humans really because he can give energy um, and because he can do extra movement. So again, he's pretty good with Fritz, particularly good with Fritz because he can give Fritz extra energy. So he's on four. Agatha can give him extra energy. So he might be on five or six energy. He can then recycle the first hit he does, and suddenly you've got Fritz on six energy. But also, what Daniel can do is he can move Fritz as well. So a mixture of Daniel and and, and Fancy Hat. Daniel can move Fritz up two inches by doing plant the placard, and then he can do steps, and then Baron can give him extra energy, and suddenly Fritz can move 12 inches in a turn. Um, and he's got three inch melee. It's a 15 inch threat range that he can have. Um, so, or you can just end his nigh him and stick him right in the middle of all of them, and he can just, well, he'd probably die, but at least he'll get a hit in first. So there's always that. And he's another healer. So, and, and these humans do, they do like their healers. Um, Kaufman is a good one with this troop. Um, kind of for the same reasons that Agatha are. He can draw people in, he can stop people running away. Um, he's also quite tough, he's got nine health, so he can take some damage. 
Um, so he's pretty good. When he's good with, with with just about any human build, to be honest with you, because humans with a lack of energy can struggle to chase after people, and Corfin can make sure those people can't run away. So he's useful for that because he stops people running away. Um, Eric, Eric is useful. He can do healing on on Fritz, um, and he can give him one extra energy, but it costs him one. So he's really Eric's really there to be with the nobles. So if you have put Corfman in in this setup, then you might want Eric as well. Quite a good one is Quack, Agatha, Fritz, Eric, Kaufman, and Flintlock. So you've got a bit of serious damage dealing with range. You've got two healers. You've got people that can move, people that can give energy, people that can hold people up, and people that can hit people in combat. So that's quite that's quite a good one. Um, but obviously it depends what you're facing as well. Always depends what you're facing. Um, then Natty's quite a good one. Natty not so much because she can help them. Quack's quite good for her because he can make her slingshot really good. Um, but because Agatha and Fritz are likely to be close together, and you're like if you've got your healer, so Quack's going to be relatively close, or if you've got Eric, he's going to be relatively close to these as well. Um, oh, what I didn't mention actually is that yeah, with Eric as well, if he's within four inches of Fritz, Fritz will get plus one arcane uh, melee, so he'll have melee five, which is a bit mental. So he'll be starting off at a higher melee as well so Eric is, is good with them so what with Natty is is that she's you know because humans tend to like being fairly close together um, not as much as gnomes but they like to be fairly close together so she can sit in the middle of there and have an evade of minus three or whatever um, so she's quite good in the sense that she won't be being hit by arcane abilities which the other one could be a risk of um, mentioned Fire Flavius already he's got a good anti-arcane which he's, this troop can struggle with he's also not a healer and he's really tough. Nine health. Reduces impact damage. Does extra damage. Two inch melee. Um, spiked full so he restores wounds. Um, so he, he's he's pretty good in this because he's another really, really tough character that's hard to take out. Um, so he's, he's useful in there as well. Um, Loki I've got as a possible useful one as well, actually, interestingly. Although he can't benefit from Quack's Arcane. Um, he can still benefit from Agatha. Um, he's another hard hitter because he gets through um, his uh, signature, gets through um, passability, so um, everything like uh, he's good against wasp, he's good against other humans with, with armor and things like that, he's good against shield, that kind of thing. Um, but one thing again he can do is he can move people around. So if he's using another possibility instead of say Daniel, so he could move he can move Fritz X plus one. Um move them he can be end up moving Fritz right up or he can move Fritz up and then if you've given him extra energy, say with Daniel or with Agatha, um he can do two of that twice and he can move someone else up with Fritz so Fritz isn't isn't lost by himself. Um and the other thing he can obviously do, which is very helpful for Fritz in particular. I think of Fritz mainly because of that plus one evade, is he can stick some woods in the way. Um, so he can block line of sight for the enemy's arcane. Because so, he's a very good anti-arcane. Um, and he's still pretty tough. Eight health. And with favour of the old gods as well, he can be particularly good. So um, so he's a guy good one with this, actually. Interestingly. There's not many gnomes that are that useful with this list, but he's he's definitely is one. Um, and the last one I've got... Oh, not the last one, actually, but the last human I've got... Um, I've just mentioned the gnomes. I don't know why I just said the last human is Gertrude, and she's pretty good, obviously, because if you are facing fairies and you want to bring these three, 
she's really, she's the best one of the best anti fairies you've got really minus two magical damage um blunderbuss um and uh, and obviously natural order so she's obviously a partic- particularly good um uh, anti fairy so if you're facing fairies you you want her in this list really um and she also doesn't mind being kind of up there with everyone um Two, she doesn't mind getting close because she's got eight health, and particularly against fairies because she they they really struggle to hurt her. Wasp and Fencer will hurt her in combat, but um, the other ones with their arcane. I mean, Diana can still do some, but it takes quite a lot to hurt her, and she won't be suffering that that little, little bit of damage from like Freya and and Butterfingers because she's minus two. The rest of the gnomes, I couldn't really particularly see any decent synergies, um, especially. Uh, Mama Gimble stuff is all friendly gnomes. Billy doesn't really have any, except he's just moving around. Uh, young Jack doesn't really have any. Um, Muradai could be useful because he can be he can be jumping around grabbing moonstones while the rest of them are doing other things. But he likes to be with other rogues, so he's not ideal to be honest. Morris for the same kind of reason, he can shove someone so he can move move Fritz up or something. But he's not not particularly with this. You you choose other things. The last two I have picked out, though, is a Gnomish Airship and Quarrel. One, because they're good against this troop, because they do a lot of damage from a long way away. Um, arcane, so they, 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 they can be very scary for Fritz, for example. And also the, the Gnomish Airship ignores cover with his shot. So, um, with it, her shot, I think it's her, actually. It's driving me, I remember. Um, her, a woman, in fact. <laughs> um, but um, they're also good with them. Because they provide some variety into this troop. Because um, you don't really want to be putting everything into your melee, everything into Fritz. You want some alternatives to do damage if you need to. Um, and also, Quarrel's quite a good Moonstone carrier because he's already slow. Um, now, he, generally speaking, he'd prefer to be with um, Mama Gimbal and other gnomes. And to be honest with you, I probably wouldn't bring Quarrel. I'd rather bring Flintlock. Um, but he is just a possibility. Because you, you, you could bring these three and then you could bring some other extra range stuff you'd be a bit low on healers but you can potentially um if you can you you could use those two or you could even have these three and then flip lock and quarrel and no airship i'd probably stick graddock in there instead or another healer rather than all three of those what they can do is they can soften up the enemy for you for fritz then go in and finish them off particularly if you can get in range with a couple of them and do his um signature he can finish off a few people um so that's pretty good then you've got the two giants, Brunhilde and Gotchkat. Um, now Fritz quite likes hitting these two, particularly Brunhilde, because she doesn't have any um, defensive stuff. Um, Gotchkat does, so he will reduce damage. Um, in terms of a long time, they're both mercenaries, so they'll get extra um, energy back if they're in the of Agatha. Um, they don't, they don't, neither of them have any arcane, so they're not really benefiting from Quack, but they're quite good alongside Fritz. Because um, they've both got two inch melees as well, so he, as long as they're not within two inches of him, he does corn cutter, which is his signature. They're quite good at um, engaging people at the same time, um, so that's quite useful. Um, but generally speaking, not particularly synergies with them. Um, I probably wouldn't bring either of those two if I, was, if I was taking these three. And these three do work quite well together. Quack, Agatha, and Fritz are pretty good together. They are quite a good combo. I probably wouldn't be bringing the giants. I might bring one to take some of the damage for Fritz, or just not not for him, but be another target, as it were. Um, but I definitely would want to put another healer in. 
Um, probably, I'd probably be putting Fire Flavius into this list, another really tough but also a fairly reliable healer. And then I'd be tempted personally by Kaufman and either Natty or Flintlock. I'd like to have something ranged. Flintlock would have to go with Quack, so I'd probably put Flintlock in. So me, I'm thinking Flintlock, Fire Flavius, and then the, the sixth spot is potentially open. So Kaufman's quite useful for, like as I've said, for stopping people running away. But Daniel is useful for moving people around and giving extra energy. Gertrude I'll definitely be taking against fairies. Um, but I guess to say against fairies, I probably wouldn't take Fritz anyway. Okay, uh, recording was um, interrupted for a moment there. Um, my my children came home, basically. Uh, and I decided to stop it there because I knew they were going to be noisy. Um, so I'm, I'm picking this up a couple of hours later, actually. So I, I just listened to the last bit I was talking about, which is basically what other Commonwealth, mainly humans, to be honest, you would fit well with those three. Um, I think I kind of covered it, to be honest, with the Commonwealth ones. Um, the only one left to talk about, which I haven't really mentioned yet, is the rest of the Leshevolt and how they interact with them. So there's only a couple of other Leshevolt that can actually go in with them. Um, the Jackalopes one uh, and Boris um, is another. They're both Commonwealth. Um, the Jackalope doesn't have any synergies with them at all, so it's basically a no, I wouldn't bring him. Um, Boris kind of doesn't have any synergies with them in the sense that they can't directly benefit each other now obviously boris can be useful with any troop because he can produce more models and they can get in the way they can do sort of crowding out they can um gang up on people and, and they can also uh, block line of sight and things as well so that's really what boris would be useful and obviously he can summon a jackalope as well so you can get an, an extra character in there um but like i say he doesn't particularly have any synergy there now i mean agatha can give him energy um, but he can't. He can't do anything else alongside, particularly alongside Fritz. I mean, the only thing, like I said, is that he can move some rabbits alongside Fritz, so that Fritz has got some sort of some literally some bunny buddies to to go alongside him. Um, in terms, oh, and Lubar actually, Lubar can go with him, and Lubar actually would be quite good with um, Fritz. I think, but I think he might have to try to find his card now because I've kind of moved them all around. I think. Lubard might have to have yeah, I think he has to have someone with him I can't remember if he has to have a friendly cultist with him or is it where it has to be with him no just a friendly this character yeah just a friendly model so I thought he might have a friendly cultist with him no just a friendly model so um, Lubard is, is quite useful because he um, well, he's just big and has a 3 inch melee so he can help get in the way um, quite well um, other gnomes I talked about really there's not many gnomes I would necessarily put with this group really um, Gertrude definitely to go against fairies um, there's not really any other dominion that can go not, not the dominion, any leshevolt that can go with them um, the main, one of the other risks you've got with this troop um, is Fritz getting isolated so you need to be careful when there's um, when the enemy has got models that can move people around a lot as well so he's a big risk against things like um, Boom Boom, uh, who can just move him directly to get, get stuck out in the open. So one way, there's a couple of ways to counter that. Um, the best way, essentially, is when when you move for it is to try and keep him behind some cover, so that whenever someone tries to move him, he just stops at that cover, or put someone directly in front of him. So that's when the giants could be useful. You just literally walk them up in front of Fritz, so they have to, so they can't move move Fritz first. 
Um, and the same with the other ones, really. That's kind of the same against any troop where you can see they've got a lot of movement shenanigans where they can pull people in. Is is all you got to do is just be just ever so slightly touching a piece of terrain or in a position where you know you're going to touch that terrain if they try and pull you in. And that's the best way of doing it. If you haven't got a lot of Linus, a lot of um, obstacles in the in the middle of your board, um, that's when someone like um, Loki is useful because he can produce the, the terrain for you. Um, to then block line of sight or stop, etc. Um, so that's always a good one to think of, depending on who you're facing. Um, I think that's pretty much it for this, to be honest. Um, I don't necessarily want to pick out particular models. Though I've said about you know that this troop can struggle against high arcane builds. Um, so there's risks if they're facing like a gnome gun line, or if they're facing fairies. Um, goblins have got some pretty nasty um, shooting stuff as well with the fire spitter and then with the ribald coming out soon um, so it's worth noting the damage output they, they can produce um, but I'll cover those really when I when I cover those troop boxes separately um, so I think that's probably it and I kind of lost my train of thought really when I got interrupted so I think I'm going to leave it there anyway I think I've covered as much as I, as I really want to um, in this one um, I don't think, think there's anything else I want to add but I don't think there is I think I've covered everything that I'd like to cover so we'll leave it there I think um, the next one I'll do is I'll do Rags to Riches which I think I've kind of briefly covered before I think but like, I'm going to cover it again just by itself so that's Natty Kaufman and Gertrude and obviously they've been mentioned previously but that's the the last human troop box so it'd be good to get them covered and after that, I think I'll do some of the big ones. So I'll do, I might do a whole set of like, like big guys so and girls. So I'll do Brunhilde, Boulder, Bristlenose, Gotchgut, and I might stick Lubard in there as well, just so, so people can see there's, a, there's that extra giant available. So that'll be the last one that I do, probably for the moment, until any more boxes come out. And I'll, like I said, I'll try and get a story in as well in between that. So yeah, I hope you found that that useful, talking about those three. Um, please do comment if there's anything you think you want to add. Um, check out the Oldie Battle Reps Facebook page, because that will have updates of things as well. And obviously you can always ask on the Moonstone Players group as well. It's a good place to get advice, because there's lots of people, lots of experienced players on there now, who can also give advice about... Um, how to play different different troops and things. All right, so I hope you all take care and stay safe at this time. Um, and thanks a lot for listening. I hope you enjoy.